0: Hey everyone, welcome back to The Pulse, our long-form program where you can find a multitude of our shows all in one place. I'm your host, Sam Perry. What's up Spokane? Welcome back. I'm your host Sam Perry, here to keep you up to date on all things happening in our wonderful city in the inland northwest. This week's story is all about the Delta variant. Cases are beginning to increase in Spokane and the Valley due to Delta, and while the current wave is not the worst Spokane has seen, it is certainly getting closer. Current COVID cases due to Delta are higher than the numbers from last summer 2020, but not as high as the wave of late 2020, early 2021. You can see from this graph. The hospitalization rates are not great. Right now, they're higher than the first wave from 2020 spring and about just as high as 2020 late summer. They haven't reached the numbers from late 2020 or spring 2021 yet, but it looks like they're not far from getting there. While COVID deaths have spiked in summer and late winter 2020, they have since declined at a steady rate and thus far remain relatively low, whereas most of the recent deaths have been among those that are unvaccinated. So don't be alarmed if you've been vaxxed, but still make sure to stay safe out there. And that's What's Up Spokane. To stay fresh on all the latest news regarding Spokane and the inland northwest, tune in next time to What's Up Spokane with me, Sam Perry, and we'll be right back with The Pulse. This is Bloomsday in Spokane. we got about 40 firefighters
1: and their friends and family handing out 40,000 cups of water as the day goes by.
2: It's a very good opportunity to see the public and support them and help them out and cheer them on during Bloomsday.
3: It's one of the best things about Spokane is that we have these major events and the whole community comes together not just to participate, but to volunteer and show that they really care about our city and making our city look great.
4: This type of an event really is emblematic of Spokane because so many people get involved. We have 50,000 people probably running this race. Always has been a very huge event. Right now we're at the corner of Broadway and Nettleton. It's the last water station before the finish so people are pretty much uh, dehydrated by the time they get to us. They really need our water.
3: The water stations are a vital part, especially on warm days like today. It's real important that we have the volunteers to help with that. Without the volunteers, Bloomsday wouldn't exist.
4: All up and down the course, there are people that are involved in this celebration. It really is a celebration of what Spokane's all about.
5: At Wendell, you are respected, you are valued, and we have an experience tailored
2: to fit your lifestyle. I'm Nick. And I'm Gina.
6: And we bought three cars from Wendell Motors. Uh, throughout the day, I just kind of would get updates, texts, phone calls, and
0: I
4: was actually really impressed with, with how my wife was taken care of.
2: People should shop at Wendell because they make you feel like family.
0: For your tailored
2: experience, come see
0: us at Wendell at the Y or Wendell.com. Welcome to Apex Plaza, Spokane's one-stop cannabis destination. Apex Cannabis features thousands of economy, value, and luxury cannabis products. Canagear features hemp-based CBD products, glass,
7: goods, and gear. Stop by a 1325 North division to experience the Apex difference. This product has intoxicating effects and may be habit forming. Marijuana can impair concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under the influence of this drug. There may be health risks associated with the consumption of this product. For use only by adults 21 and older. Keep out of the reach of children.
4: When building a home or considering a major remodel, who are you going to choose? The Spokane Home Builders Association is an organization that works to elevate professionalism in the residential construction industry. We promote, protect, and educate for our community building our community one home at a time. We are the Spokane Home Builders Association.
0: Next up, we're gonna join Ken Sachs on Real Estate Talk.
1: Well, hi folks, Ken Sachs here, host of Real Estate Talks. Thank you for joining us for another great show. My guest today is Darren Watkins. Darren, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You bet, tell us about yourself.
3: I work as the government affairs director for the Spokane Association of Realtors. And we work very closely with a lot of our local um, business partners, uh, politicians to try to help ease the concerns and the crisis that we're currently facing.
1: Yeah, so you've been busy lately
3: we're trying we're trying at every Avenue I mean it's um it's abundantly clear that we are in a crisis I mean we are looking at housing prices um 30 percent in just one year yeah that's terrifying
1: sure let's talk about that uh, crisis with the with the housing market uh, not only in Spokane but but in a lot of places around the country but let's let's focus here on the northwest but right. what what do we let's talk about that
3: Spokane is really 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 bad yeah by every metrics we're one of the we are the highest in the nation for increase in prices we are the lowest some of the lowest in the nation for amount of supply and it really comes down to supply and demand sure we have restricted growing in this region for the last 10 years and now that's coming back to bite us
1: Right. And so you say supply and demand. So our supply, we're, we're down to two weeks we're about inventory. Exactly.
3: We're about 94% reduction in inventory over the last 10 years.
1: Sure. And, and I, I've explained before multiple times on this show what we mean when we say inventory. And folks, when I say uh, two weeks inventory, that means uh, at our current pace of sales, no new units come on the market. And at our current pace of sales in two weeks, everything's gone. That, that's two yeah. weeks inventory uh, which which we bit and that obviously is a seller's market, mm-hmm. and so we don't have the supply, but we have this demand, and when the demand increases, what happens to prices sure. but it it they elevate right. and they escalate and we're at a point now where uh where tenants who are um, uh, wanting to buy a house or even not wanting to buy a house we have a shortage of rental units. Mm-hmm. And so that's putting uh, upward pressure on rents. Mm-hmm. And then so we hear stories of tenants getting a 500 or more dollar increase a month. Well, we should buy a house then. And, but there's nothing to buy. And there's nothing to buy.
3: And and we know from our data that over half of the people who rent right now in Spokane yep. are are actively looking to buy a house. Sure. but when their price range was that 150-200 and suddenly those housing prices are now 250-300-350 that's 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 a there's a lot of folks that are in the marketplace right now just frustrated because there's nothing to buy to put it in hard numbers right now there are 300 homes for sale in all of Spokane County by comparison every month we used to see 2800 homes yeah wow just 10 years ago and sure. it's And and on top of that, we have one more element that everybody keeps ignoring. But Wall Street Journal called this the great migration, probably the greatest migration in the Industrial Revolution, Mm -hmm. is that people don't have to live where they work. COVID just exasperated that. And now we are looking at increases of anywhere from 8, 10, 15, 20,000 people a year moving here from spokane and and when they come here they're coming from major metropolitan areas they've sold their home for a lot more suddenly the home in spokane prices that we look at and are astonished at well that's cheaper than they sold their house for so they're like oh 400 oh i'll go to 450 and and those and that all of those things added demand we've gone too far with limited supply and who gets killed in the middle or squeezed out are people in Spokane who have traditionally seen prices at a certain level sure. that have only their wages aren't going up, right. and the same with we know as well for renters, renters who rent prices always follow housing. It takes a little bit of a lag, but if you're increasing your housing prices 30 percent a year, rents are going to continue to rise.
1: That's right, and and you mentioned uh, folks moving here. I, I I call them affectionately equity refugees. They're moving here. 450 500,000 cash yes, so here one in five
3: homes right now in Spokane are actually being sold for cash Right, that's a record number
1: and how am I a buyer who is? Going to get a loan. How am I going to compete with a cash buyer? Sure Who's gonna who's gonna pay $50,000 over asking correct? I, it, I Can't do it. I can't do it
3: and you're seeing and you're starting to see you're saying there's any good news it's that you're starting to see that number sort of collapsing the the percentages over asking are starting to come sure. down a little bit, but at the same time those those homes that were traditionally considered affordable are almost gone
1: that's right that's right. Is there a light at the end of this tunnel where 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 are we going to be in two, three years? Do you think like is there any relief in sight, Darren? We're fighting like crazy for it. I
3: mean, we are fighting so hard. Yeah. it's Honestly, in our own city council, we have council members who can sit, continue to insist there's not a crisis. Oh, my. And so it's a huge gap. And so we are pushing at every corner to start building more, Yeah. right? Clearly, people have a need. Where are my kids going to live? Where, where are your parents going to come back and live? Where are it's, 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 we have to start thinking about what we want to be as a city. Mm -hmm. And if we say, you know what, we're going to be like Lake Tahoe, those who have it great. Those who don't go somewhere else. Or do we still want to be a vibrant city that can attract businesses, can attract people, can attract higher paying jobs. I mean, is that what we want? And that's, those are some hard questions.
1: Yeah, so as far as, as any, any hope, any indication, I mean, when you say city council who are, are there representing the people, yes. yet they say they're in denial of any kind of crisis, I don't sure. understand how...
3: There's been some recent changes. Okay. So we just recently had this housing action plan that the city of Spokane came out with, mm-hmm. and um, it was a fight. We They had estimates on housing needs that there wasn't a single expert that I could identify who agreed with that number. They were saying, Oh, we only need 300 homes a year. Well, we could sell 300 homes a month. Sure. If they were available. And, and there is, and, and we've been very persuasive. Now we've gotten good data. We co- we, we collected friends, we've written letters and, and they're starting to come around and they're saying, okay, let's look at this. So we're hopeful. We saw some things at the, I mean, we're talking literally, an hour before the vote mm-hmm. on this action plan, they came up with a five-page list of addendums, and we looked at that and said, "Wow, thank you," because and it, and it and it's just the start of the process. Sure, it'll just open the doors to be able to build more, but you still have to have all the other elements, right? You need land, you need workforce, right. you need investment, but clearly, there's enough demand that that we think we think can be good for everyone. If we focus on building, especially workforce, affordable housing, mm-hmm. um, you'll create a ton of construction jobs locally. You'll start um, enhancing local contractors to get back in the game and, and maybe grow another new generation of them. There's a lot of opportunity here and we're pretty excited about it. But right now we have to do and when people say, what's the magic bullet? I say everything. Yeah. Is it expand the, the borders of the growth net? Yes. Is it to maybe do some better jobs of, of making more homes in the same space? Yes. Is it growing up? Yes. All of it. We need all of it to try to, I don't know that we'll ever turn the tide on those prices, but at the very least we can put a damper on what the growth is and at least supply housing with people who need it.
1: Yeah, and it, it sounds like now you, you have the attention of, of city council and, and you're kind of getting them, okay, close to understanding really where we're at and having a true pulse on our market, mm-hmm. uh, maybe maybe relaxing some of the regulations, some mm-hmm. of the, the red tape that builders have to go through, and, and I don't know, maybe some of the costs associated with having to build and, mm-hmm. and just, you know, make it a little easier, someone wants to build a home, mm-hmm so that they can build a home Mm -hmm. Um, so good so um, so we think that we're on the right track we don't know what will happen to prices I mean prices will always come back down but how far down will they come
3: I don't think you will ever all the demand curves do not point that direction Ken
1: down at all like no in fact if anything
3: our prices are rising are escalating at an escalating rate Sure. Just think about this. Three months ago, we were looking at 21% increase last month. It was 28 over last year. This month, it's 31% over last year. I, and the demand is still there. We know that there's all those people in apartments that trying to get out. Know we know that there's there. all these people yes. who are moving here. Um, and there is every economist that we talk to says at least for the next three years, yep. you are still going to see this tremendous upward pressure. On housing in Spokane
1: so we don't think that the famous cycle of real estate were we're never gonna go down again
3: it, it may flatten but at this point there is no indication whatsoever that you are seeing a that this is a there's nothing that shows why this is going up right that says oh once that's satisfied it'll go down it's not there
1: gosh so Darren if I am listening to this and, and I, I want to buy a house. Uh, maybe I'm renting or a or first-time buyer, getting married, you know, who knows what. What advice do you have? It's hard.
3: Find somebody who's a savvy real estate professional yeah. um, because it truly makes a difference. Yeah. Oh. And, and I will say, when people say, oh, we've, we've been bidding on a house and it got 30 offers, well, then you're going to have to make 30 offers before you get a home.
1: Yeah.
7: Yeah.
3: So it is a patient game. It doesn't mean you can't be successful because every day Correct. people are buying homes. Correct. Right? Yep. But it may take some creativity. It may take some patience. It may change the idea about what your home is. Maybe you're thinking whatever that, your vision is, you can change that. This may be this different area, maybe different size. Maybe it's the sort of thing there's a fixer. Those are things that suddenly you have to be more creative with to able to just get into the home
1: sure but you said it and we say it all the time on the show you have to be with a competent real estate agent they mm-hmm. have to be competent especially now darren because uh six months ago or so our statewide contract just went through a bunch of revisions mm-hmm that not everybody knows about. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of dynamics within the provisions of our contract. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are favoring sellers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you're a buyer, you better be working with a real estate professional mm-hmm. who understands those new provisions and how to use those to your advantage being mm-hmm. a buyer.
3: And I think that there are, uh, as a former loan officer, I would also recommend getting a good loan oh, expert. Oh, yes. and, and I think that So people say, well, what can I do besides just take time and and save? Well, you can work on your credit score. Sure. Because I can tell you right now, rates are very aggressive for those who have better scores. Sure. And if you work with a competent professional, they will show you areas of how you can make enormous gains in that credit score. And so suddenly that changes what products are available, your pricing structure, because if that is a low interest rate, it increases your buying power that much more. And right now, those interest rates are staying flat right so they're very aggressive and it'll gives you more buying power
5: right
1: I just did a show with a lender and we talked about that how the typical consumer hey we go out on a, on a, on a weekend to go look at homes and we found something Sunday so Monday morning I call a lender hey can I get a loan <laughs> wait a second Like, how long did you know, you know, you were going to buy a house? When you know, that is when you talk to a lender as soon as possible. Because like you just said, Darren, a good, competent lender is going to be able to coach you on what to pay down, what to pay off. Don't worry about, don't do this, don't do that. So when it's time for you as a buyer to pull the trigger, you are in the best position possible. But that takes a little bit of time. So don't call that lender the day before you want to draft an offer. Call them early on. And there's ways
3: to craft those offers because I got to say the the... at the end of the day, it's all about how much is this going to cost me, right? Right, and and are there ways to protect myself? And there certainly are. And I know that like one of the questions you often hear is that, well, I don't want to buy a house because I don't want. I, what if something goes wrong and breaks? Well, there are tremendous products on the marketplace to help cover that, right? You can get homeowners warranties. You can get, and a part of that's all part of this. Right. When you when you sit down with professionals who really know what's happening and you give them all the details this is much money I've got I can't go more than this I'm worried about strapping myself they will craft that approach in the loan package in the purchase agreement all of that just to your needs
1: great great Darren we're out of time here but my takeaways if I'm listening to this is you can be successful as a buyer yes don't give up don't wait don't wait talk to a lender now Align yourself with a competent real estate professional. It's not so uh, my friend, Johnny's sister's brother just got a license and so let's just work with him because we all do the same thing. That is not the case. So And when
3: we vote, add that to your list of things to look for in a candidate. Do they have solutions to solve this crisis? Solutions,
1: yes, I love it. Darren Watkins, Government Affairs Director, Spokane Association of Realtors. Thank you for being my guest today. And folks, thank you for uh, viewing into Real Estate Talks, and we will see you next time.
4: The economy is getting stronger, banks are lending again, and interest rates are at historic lows. Now is a great time to buy your dream home. The caring and knowledgeable professionals at Homes for You have been helping people just like you for over 20 years. They take the time to listen to what you want and will help you find just the right home in Washington or Idaho. Real estate is what we do at Homes for You, 928-5782, or visit online at homes the number 4 com. This is River Ridge Frame Shop called Frame It Today, where we can take
3: your art, customize it, and get it ready to hang on the wall. At River Ridge Harbor, 2803 West Garland.
4: The world has changed a lot in 50 years, and Kimley Haygood has changed with it. We still provide our customers with the highest level of service. Whether it's financing, construction management, property management and maintenance, leasing or sales, our team is here to help you make the best decisions with your real estate. (music) Weather in the Inland Northwest can wear you down. And if your gutters are in poor condition or you do not have gutters, you could suffer damage that could cost a fortune to fix. Rainman Seamless Rain Gutters has almost 30 years of professional experience in serving the inland northwest region and strives to ensure customer service that is second to none from the time you call to the end of the project.
0: Our next host is Mike Gavarici on America.
6: Take it away, Mike. A famous quote by Nelson Mandela Compassion binds us to one another, not in pity or patronizingly, but as human beings who have learned how to turn our common suffering into hope for the future. Hi, my name is Mike Gavarecci. I'm your host for this program called America Arbor of Hope. Today is our sixth episode of an acronym I came up a few years ago about America today we are covering letter C it stands for compassion and without you know further ado I want to introduce my guest dr. Mark Finney director of World Relief here in Spokane and I want to welcome him here to, uh, to our studio here and but before I uh, the microphone to him I want to go over the definition of compassion and then you know we pass it on to you Uh, what does compassion means it means sympathetic pity and concern for the sufferings or misfortunes of others according to Wikipedia compassion motivates people to go out of their way to help physical spiritual or emotional hurts or pains of other human beings, like what you do. The word in both Latin and Greek mean to suffer with. Compassion usually involves some commitment to help. Qualities of compassion are patience and wisdom, kindness and perseverance, warmth and resolve. Simple example of it is, open the door for someone, share a hug or handshake, or during this COVID pandemic, wear a mask, keep your distance, help you know, another human being to stay safe and healthy. With that, I wanna thank you for being here. And if you don't mind, uh, Dr. Finney, please tell us what you know your organization does, and uh, how does compassion plays a role in whatever you do on a daily basis?
5: Super. Well, thank you so much, Mike. It's really an honor to be here, be part of this conversation. And, and I just have a tremendous respect for, for you and your thank journey you. and your story. Uh, and I also really appreciate your desire to take this vision that you have of what makes America this amazing place that it is and to share it and to encourage others to, uh, to consider it as well. So thank you so much for having me.
7: You're
5: um, I get to work at World Relief, which is a wonderful place to work. I, um, we're an international organization with offices in 17 or 18 different countries, but our headquarters is here in the US. And we also have about 18 offices here in the United States, including one in Spokane, where I'm the executive director. And we primarily help refugees, but we also serve other types of immigrants. So the way that works is uh, the United States government has a program where they identify the most uh, vulnerable refugees around the world and they subject them to a big screening process. And eventually, if they get the clearance, then they come to various cities around the country. And whenever Mm -hmm. somebody comes to Spokane, the State Department tells us, hey, in two weeks, there's going to be a family of five coming from uh, the Congo or something. Mm -hmm. And so then we start getting ready. And once they get here, we help them with what they need to get started, help mm-hmm. them find their first apartment, get their kids enrolled in the public schools, help mom and dad don't speak English yet. We get them in English classes. So we do all that kind of stuff to get their feet on them, under them, help them find jobs, and eventually um, help people access. Uh, after five years, people can become citizens, and we walk them through that legal process as well. So okay. that's kind of what we do, but compassion really gets to why. And... Um, I think there's there's a, some compassion inside of me that motivates me, but probably I'm most inspired by the compassion I see in others in the other staff members I get to work with. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have about 30 or 40 staff members, but we have three or four hundred volunteers. And it's one thing, um, it's one thing when it's your job. Mm-hmm. It's another thing when you volunteer your time entirely. Mm-hmm. And so I really, uh, I get to I get to be in a uh, immersed in compassion. Mm-hmm. Um, around people full of compassion every day long and it's mm-hmm. it's wonderful
6: Well, you know it is uh, I think you know without compassion again, you know I don't think you know you could have done or you know your group, you know can do this Because is you know is helping you know another human being where they are uh, not by choice, you know mm-hmm. uh, leaving their home country like uh, maybe, you know, some right now, you know, Afghanis, right, they're waiting, you know, to leave, you know, and they are being uh, persecuted. And, you know, they are right. being uh, uh, killed uh, on a daily basis, as uh, and there is, you know, we have to help them, right? Is, Absolutely. Know, and uh, so yeah, it is, uh, it's a very, uh, and, uh, you know, just a few, uh, I think it was a week last week, you know, I participated, you know, at this funeral. Or someone actually he passed away uh, he lived you know a uh, most of his life here and um, as I learned you know uh, I got to know him f- uh, five years ago or so and uh, I got to know him that uh, how helpful uh, wherever he could you know he did you know help you know uh, those they were uh, needed and uh, both you know here and you know internationally and uh which, which is, you know, is, uh, America part of, you know, again, this is for people like me, where we come from a different part of the planet mm, to, uh, express who Americans are. Mm. And I believe, you know, this is, you know, is not being represented to the best of, you know, what we are politicians, you know, and, our government, you know, could have done mm-hmm. to show the rest of the world, you know, how compassionate, how great, uh, how kind Americans are, mm-hmm. and uh, and I think you know this needs to be you know magnified and you know expressed more uh, that you know who we are in America, and is uh, so with that I. Uh, I want to just, you know, if you have anything else, you know, to, you want to say, uh, if not, you know, I end up, you know, with another quote Mm -hmm. and it's, uh, so it is, uh, this quote is a famous quote by Ronald Reagan. Mm. Our country is great because it is built on principles of self-reliance, opportunity, innovation, and compassion for others. Mm. Uh, With that, you know, I thank you very much again, you know, for uh, being here and uh, thank you for, you know, watching. And we have, you know, one more episode, which hopefully we will get it done in next week or so. Uh, Until then, thank you.
2: today to learn how PowerView Automation makes everyday living effortless.
7: I'm Tyler Lamasters. Spokane's homelessness has been mismanaged by city council. There is no compassion in failure. A fresh perspective is needed to address this issue. In November, I hope you vote for me, Tyler Lamasters, for Spokane City Council, District 2. <laughs> Paid for by the committee to elect Tyler Lamasters.
4: Starting a digging project? Before you reach for the shovel, you must click CallBeforeYouDig.org, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. Protect our buried utilities and click CallBeforeYouDig.org.
0: Lindsay Skinner is up next on Sky Network.
7: Lindsay, you have the floor.
8: Welcome to Pageant Chat with Kent and Lindsay. Hi, Kent. I'm Kent. Yes.
7: And you're Lindsay. Well,
8: obviously. Just want to be (laughs) sure. Okay. Today is all about you and your pageant prep. So we're checking in to see where you are and if you have made any progress.
7: Probably not.
8: Okay. Okay. Well, well, the thing is- It's been some time
7: since you've been here.
8: It has been. It's been a long time. And I really did not give you a to-do of what the expectations were in between right and
7: and the truth for our audience is i really never know what you're going to do
8: right that is true you just
7: told me a minute ago that i'm going to answer questions
8: right right so we're going to start we're going to um brush back up on on stage question because earlier today we went through some beauty routines right i gave you some um some new beauty products that you should probably incorporate into your into your uh, prep, kind of an
7: uphill battle, isn't right. it? Yeah.
8: So, uh, but <laughs> right now we're gonna work on on-stage question again. Okay. And so, by actually by you doing all of this practice, I mean you're really like uh, helping others and kind of like mentoring and um, showing, like, giving examples for other people on how to prep themselves, right? right? Sure. So that's what we're really trying. I mean that's what you're really you're like the um,
7: super guinea pig
8: right yeah but it's (laughs) nice for other people because then they know what to expect then they can kind of and you kind of do get hard some of these questions are hard in here so all right um i want to remind you that you're scored 10 points zero to 10. i always start with remember i i told you i always start with a five and you either go up or down from a five and you get um, points on mental alertness Perception, personality, sense of values, clarity of expression, and then like any type of other factors, which could maybe even just go into your answer, like if you're talking about uh, sportsmanship or um, uh, cooperativeness, or I mean, sometimes it's like even just uh, your appearance. Okay. Yeah. So, you want to get started? And go ahead and pick your first question. We might just do only one question today. We'll talk. Oh, and let, I'm going to time you. I'm oh going to yeah. give you a time. So You're, let's do two minutes. Let's do about two minutes. Okay. Let's Do about two minutes. All right. <laughs> if you could experience a sailing adventure or cruise on any river, lake, or ocean in the world, what body of water would you choose for your trip?
7: Okay. Did I start? Yes. All right, Please. uh-oh, she's gonna time me. Right. Um, actually, I would pick Mono Lake, which is in California. It's uh, saltier than many places in uh, Salt Lake, believe it or not, uh, mainly because water comes in from the mountains in the high Sierras and does not leave. It doesn't go anywhere, so it's holding any and all salt. And I've always... Uh, uh, admired that lake and wanted to be on it. So it would probably be, would not have to be a small boat uh, or a large boat, can be a small boat, but a chance to go out and visit the two islands that are there and um, and see the route, the surrounding mountains, meaning the High Sierras, from a different view from the water.
8: Very good. So I liked your answer you it seemed like you already knew what you're going to talk about that actually is probably always a judge's first impression do you have something that comes to mind
7: yeah right right. because a
8: lot of people will draw a blank so you always have something that comes to mind um i mean and you always make it personal because it's something that you person and i'm when i say you always make it personal i mean kent you in your typical answers have always made it personal to what you like Sometimes when people don't know what you're talking about, like I've never heard of that lake, it, um, it can make um, like a judge kind of check out. But it also yeah. is your authentic answer, so you want to go with that. Um, I mean, I have to tell you, you have good answers. So you do. You have good answers, and your answers are- How come um,
7: I think you're going to say however?
8: Right, I am. <laughs> you have good answers. However, yeah. I sometimes feel a little bored.
7: Yeah, yeah.
8: Oh, you agree? You're uh, no, boring. No,
7: I I felt that with that answer. Oh, okay. Um, very specifically that. Because
8: you could have said because I don't know um, I don't know what activities you can do there. You did say you wanted to go to the top right. of the two of the islands or look off the islands, right. Right. but uh, it's just kind of boring.
7: Yeah. No, you're right, because you can you can swim in it and float and a number of other things that I could have said. Okay. Yeah.
8: Just to kind of make it a little bit more spicy, it doesn't have to be any longer, right. but just um, maybe something that uh, people would just catch their attention. You want to know my answer? I want to really tell you my answer. Okay. So it is asking what um, lake you'd like to visit, or body of water. And I actually have already visited it, but the Snake River has these amazing river cruises. Have you ever heard of a river cruise? Yeah. And so they have these old, not old, there's many different cruise ships. Some of them are older and antique, and they have these antique rooms, they're like eight to 10 days or six days, I don't know, it just depends on what cruise you book. And some of them start in Portland, and then they go to Clarkston, Washington, which, you know, I live in Lewiston, so right there. And, or they start in Lewiston and they go to Portland. And you just spend the week cruising the whole snake. Have yeah. you ever heard of that?
7: I, absolutely. When I started out, my first thought was uh, being on a cruise ship right. that I did uh, a few years back from uh, Los Angeles area to Mexico and so forth. And I thought of that simply because most people can identify with that. Mm-hmm. They've seen a program or they've seen the ad mm-hmm. or something. And then, I, but then I went back to what I like, which is, which is Mono Lake. Right, okay, and right. so um, and that I think threw me off because it it could have been easier to talk about a cruise. Right. Sometimes, okay, yeah. That people can relate to. Yep. Yep. Okay.
8: But you still would have scored high. So here's what I will tell you about that: you would have got a good score. However, most of the judges are scoring in all categories, so you would have scored well. But are you going to be a like a fan favorite? Mm, I don't know. We also don't know who your competition is. Right.
7: No, of course.
8: We don't know who you're going up against. So um, are they more boring than you? <laughs> I'm just
7: kidding. <laughs> Oh, it's so good to have you here <laughs> <laughs>
8: um all right well i think that's good for today good for okay. practice we're going to keep pra- we're going to keep talking about on stage question and we're going to keep practicing with you a little bit yeah. here and there and we're going to keep working on your beauty routines and tanning <laughs> routines and we'll i'll have more products to uh, for you to try in the future
7: great Great. Looking forward to it.
8: All right. If you are interested in becoming a pageant contestant for Miss Globe US or Miss Bikini US, go to skypageants.com and put in your information to register. And thank you for watching Pageant Chat with Kent and Lindsay.
0: And now, Jane Baker leads us on Library Out Loud.
9: Hello, and welcome to Library Out Loud. I'm Jane Baker with the Spokane County Library District, and today I have guest Gwendolyn Haley back again. Hello, Gwendolyn. Thanks for being here today. Uh, We're talking about all kinds of things today. Um, As usual. Yes. We have have no set structure on how this is going to go today, so this will be always a fun and interesting conversation. We're talking about some different programs at yeah. the library. There's there's a lot going on. Um, before we get too far into it, let's remind everybody that we are open. Yes, We are open, uh, we are air conditioned. You are welcome to come in and cool off and take advantage of some of the great things that the library has to offer. So um, we, we have that going. Um, our in-person programs have not started back yet. That's a little tease on what we're gonna be talking about soon. (laughs) Um, But we do have a couple online programs that I wanna make sure and mention um, before we get too far Mm -hmm. into all these wonderful things we're gonna talk about. Uh, A couple of them are um, uh, our SCORE workshop Mm -hmm. series. Uh, This is great for businesses, small businesses. Mm Um, If you think you're going to be starting a business, maybe you're thinking about it, these are always a a great Mm -hmm. uh, series, workshop series to to attend. Um, We have one coming up August 19th, Create a Brand for Your Business. That'll be on Thursday, August 19th. -hmm. Uh, It is online, Mm -hmm. so uh, just go to scld.org. Along the top, click on the uh, word events. That takes you to our calendar. And from that calendar, you can not only see everything that's going on, but you can also register for these events. Mm. Uh, So that's Create a Brand for Your Business on Thursday, August 19th. And then on September 16th, which is a Thursday as well, Calculated Risks for Businesses. Mm. Good thing to be aware of and, Mm -hmm. and to know how to plan for. These are score Workshops. So um, these are re- usually retired business people who come back and mm-hmm. share their knowledge and kind of mentor people. So great programs. They are free. Check them out. scld.org and go to events. One other one to mention is: Are you smarter than a scam artist? This is uh, a yeah. program about Medicare fraud. Mm-hmm. It is happening on uh, Wednesday. Whoops, August eighth. Whoops, never mind. Okay, we we've already passed that. Right,
2: but we have programs like that coming up throughout the fall, too. True, true. And um,
9: lots of Medicare programs, and all our Medicare uh programs are put on um, by the long-term, aging and long-term
2: Care of care. Eastern Washington. Thank you, Gwendolyn. You are welcome. <laughs> no, they're a great resource, you know, because even if you aren't in that age range yourself, you might have a, a friend or loved one who is, and they have a ton of resources. Because yes. eventually, yes. we're all going to be dealing with the same issues.
9: Eventually, yeah. we will, yes. Um, and uh, it's all non-biased help. They're not trying yeah. to sell you anything. They're exactly. giving you great information. Mm-hmm. So, uh, scld.org, go to events, check out our calendar, and mm-hmm. um that, and you can find out more and register okay yeah. just wanted to get those out of the way because those are great programs and want to make sure that people especially businesses mm-hmm. uh, thinking on business um, know about those programs okay yeah. Oh, so many other programs are in the works. and right. so we're talking about fall yeah. and um, how we're going to be moving forward. And, and we were ready to say we are prepared to have in-person programs back yes. in October. Yeah, um, that's the plan. That is the plan. Our fingers are crossed uh, and, and things are subject to change. Mm-hmm. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit before we get into some of the specific yeah. well, you programs.
2: Know, it's been about a it's been over a year yes. since we've been able to have an in person program in the library, and so we miss it. Mm-hmm. I, I think our community misses it. Yes. Um, our online programs have been great. Um, it's a great opportunity when we've been doing things online for. We we just wrapped up. Um, a camp, a virtual camp, and mm-hmm. it's so exciting for the kids to be able to connect and talk with each other and be social. And you know our, our online trivia programs have been so much fun. We've been running a monthly one yes. pretty much since last March of 2020. Mm-hmm. and those have been a lot of fun. I think we have an avatar program coming up and we'll do one in September and, and uh, one in October. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you were taking a lot of those things that we've learned about doing online programs and what works and what doesn't yeah. and and moving forward with those because we find that for some people, the online programs actually work great because mm-hmm. you don't have to leave your house, um, mm-hmm. especially in the evenings. Continuing with online story time into the fall, um, which is great, especially if you're a working family. Um, you have time to you can have dinner and do story time. You have dinner and get ready for bed and then do story time with us, whatever works for your schedule, yes. but you don't have to leave your, yes. your home.
9: And those story times are live. Yes, so, they're live so over the, Zoom. The person on the screen is actually there at the time doing it. So mm-hmm. it yeah, just, and it's
2: a chance to connect yes. and interact, and, yes. and we love doing it. Um, so we're going to continue some of those things. And one of the things we're bringing back in the fall was a very popular program called Building with Books. where we had uh, invited kids to bring their Legos or blocks or whatever other construction toys they have. Mm -hmm. And we're bringing that back. So it's uh, after schools at four o'clock on, I think on Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. and um, we do some stories and then we encourage the kids to build and share with each other what they've got, uh, what they've built. And it's a great chance to connect and talk. And again, you don't have to pack up the kids and get back over to a building. You can do it from home. And it was really popular and we're glad to bring it back in October.
9: Yes. And that's the one where they they get to build something from the story right. right we're
2: using the story as our jumping point and it's a very loose jumping point because some of the kids the kids have great imaginations and they really love being able to build something and share it with the, with the other kids and the librarians who are leaving the program you mm-hmm. do have to register for it it mm-hmm. is over zoom and registration is required but mm-hmm. uh, we hope to see you there
9: yeah that's that's a great one mm-hmm. um, so so those are still online but mm-hmm. we do want to bring people back and, and as it is right now we are planning mm-hmm. for our programs to be in person this this mm-hmm. fall, um, given the headlines that we've been seeing lately, mm-hmm. you know, it does give us pause on, yeah. uh, okay. So
2: things could change. Things
9: could change and we're being very flexible. And, mm-hmm. um, so we're, we're working on a backup plan for yeah. if, yeah. If we cannot be back in person, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much a backup plan will be to switch everything over to online. Is that as much as possible? Yeah, I Mm -hmm.
2: we've got a great team of librarians and staff who are working on these programs, Mm -hmm. and everyone has the word that we're going to try to do it in person, but we're ready to pivot it to online um, should we need to. So I'm excited (laughs) to talk about some of the things we have planned. We've got some really great ideas, some fun things coming up in the in the fall, and. um,
9: Oh, (coughs) where to start? Well, let's I, I have I know there's one about golf. We have to talk about golf. But before right. we get to that, mm-hmm. I do want to mention um, the seed libraries. Yes. Uh, what, what's happening with the seed libraries? I know the last year and a half has yeah. been.
2: Well, if you remember, uh, we we pushed all of our seeds out in the community. We successfully gave away all of the seeds that were in all five of our seed library locations out into the community. So that was really exciting and fun to do. Yeah. Um, and now is the time as things are coming to, um, to bear fruit, so to speak, yep. that people are going to be collecting the seeds and say and bring, they can bring them back into the library. Uh, we passed out envelopes uh, for folks. So if you got seeds from the library or if you saved some seeds that you want to share with us, mm-hmm. we'll be happy to start taking those back in mm-hmm. and restocking our library for next year. Yeah. And so we're excited yeah. about that. And one caveat is uh, if you're saving seeds, they have to be heirloom variety seeds. They can't be hybrid seeds okay. because the hybrid seed doesn't always... Um, the, the seed doesn't always produce exactly the same fruit, but an heirloom variety does. So that's the difference. And so, um, but clearly mark on a label, what it is that you're bringing Mm -hmm. and you can bring it into any one of our libraries that has a seed library. And that's in Mm -hmm. Spokane Valley, North Spokane, um, Fairfield, Otis Orchards, Cheney.
9: Yes, very good. (laughs) Um, Also, to help with that, we have a seed-saving program with Master Mm -hmm. Gardener Steve Noakes. Yes. Uh, He's come and taught this Yeah, and he's a bit of a
2: local celebrity among gardeners because he's (laughs) very knowledgeable. So we're always excited when he can come and share his expertise with us on how to save seeds. Yes. And I think that one is... Um, coming in, o- up in
9: October, October, yeah. October seventh, and it is scheduled to be at North Spokane Library mm-hmm. at 5:30 p.m.
2: Yeah,
9: uh, yeah, Master Gardener Steve Noakes. So if so, if you have seeds uh, you'd mm-hmm. like to save and donate to the seed library, mm-hmm. not sure how to do it, that would be a program to check out. Absolutely. Yes, yeah. uh, October seventh north spokane in person Mm -hmm. at this time that's what we're looking at for that so um yeah i did want to mention the seed libraries i know we we had a huge pickup curbside Mm -hmm. all the seeds and they went out but um, now it's time to resupply mm-hmm. that. Um,
2: yeah, and I wanted to add one of the things that we've learned this last year is how to record our programs and share them later. So mm-hmm. that's one thing we want to continue even as we pivot back to doing more in person is that when possible, if we can record the program and make it available for at least a week afterwards, yes. so yep. that if you miss it, you can still see it. Yes. Um, so it's kind of a the best of both worlds. You get, to, yes. you get to see it again or catch it if you missed it the first time around.
9: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we have a YouTube channel. We have really uh, beefed up our YouTube mm-hmm. channel. All of the programs that we have recorded mm-hmm. um, that that we can are on YouTube. So you can go back, you can watch all those programs mm-hmm. and you can rewind it and listen again yep. and all those type of things. So mm-hmm. check out our YouTube channel, Spokane County Library District, and there's a lot of videos there. Mm-hmm. So um, great. So that's, uh, and there's probably more gardening ones there too, but thank you for that update yeah. on the seed. Uh, libraries I know those of us that garden are always interested in what's mm-hmm. going on with that um, I we, we're running short of time we're gonna have to take a break here in a couple minutes but when we come back from the break uh, we'll talk about golf okay and after hours <laughs> miniature golf so that's coming up um, and also wanted to mention that we have a fiesta in la biblioteca coming right. up and we'll mention that mm-hmm. um, but we, you're gonna be back next week and you're going to have Dana with you and Mm -hmm. you're going to be talking about that a lot too. Uh, In the meantime, I have so many other uh, programs for us to talk talk about. (laughs) So we're going to come back and we're going to zip through them uh, in just a few moments. Mm -hmm. So uh, we'll be back right after this.
1: What?
7: You haven't been to the library lately? Stop in today and see that the library is more than books. Spokane County Library District facilities feature on-site technology, including Wi-Fi, computers, and printers, as well as free use of meeting rooms, The library district offers events and programs for all ages, from story times to career development and employer classes to social security workshops. Our staff is well-trained and happy to help. Find out more about your library at scld.org.
9: Welcome back to Library Out Loud, Jane Baker here with uh, Gwendolyn Haley and we're talking about programs at the Spokane County Library District coming up this fall a lot of great programs let's start talking about them miniature golf
2: yeah we're planning a couple of miniature golf uh, programs in our library so this is gonna be a lot of fun Mm -hmm. uh, think about um, your standard you know uh, mini golf course but we're setting it up in the in the shelves and the aisles in our library and everyone will be able to register in advance sign Mm -hmm. up for a specific tee time and then you'll come in with your your group. So that's one thing that um, we like about this program is we can kind of space people out. It is after hours because it's really hard to run a library while people are you know, trying to play trying through. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we're excited. We've never done it before and um, got a great creative team of librarians who are working and planning on it. So I think it'll be a lot of fun and just a fun evening out and for your family and a chance to come back in the library for an in-person program. So we're real hopeful that we're going to be able to do that and that's planned at the beginning of October. That
9: sounds like so much. So, yeah. Much fun, yeah! Playing <laughs> through nonfiction locations. here. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, this is going to be at North Spokane on October first, mm-hmm. Spokane Valley on October fifteenth, and Cheney. Uh, November fifth, yeah, yeah. What so a fun it be thing to do! To a region near you. Mm-hmm. In the and that's yeah. all for all ages, is it? Like for a whole all ages. Fam- oh, what yeah, fun. Good family fun. Yeah. What fun! <laughs> okay, so then uh, um, Fiesta in La Biblioteca. Let's talk about that just briefly. Just briefly. Because yeah. we're gonna have Dana back next week and talk about more of this. But this is very exciting. It's yeah. happening at Spokane Valley, mm-hmm. and it'll on- be
2: both outdoors and indoors. Oh, really I didn't yeah, know about we'll the outdoor. Have outdoor things going on and so we're and we'll have a chance for people to come and learn about library services both in Spanish and in English mm-hmm. um, we're uh, kind of debuting and showing off our expand newly expanded world languages collection um, which is exciting it's, it's very visible and welcoming and we've been working hard and getting feedback from our Spanish-speaking community members about what they like to see in their library so I mm-hmm. uh, will talk more about it but we're super excited and it's been a couple years in the making to Get to this point where we can finally kind of unveil it to the community yeah yeah, yeah.
9: it's oh, super exciting and, yeah. and I know Dana was very excited about mm-hmm. it can't have can't wait to have her on next week yeah. join us again for that program we'll talk to Dana about that yeah. um, in October uh, I'm I'm peeking ahead because mm-hmm. you have some exciting things yes. scheduled for October one of them is spooky Spokane history
2: right and the, yes. the, the, the the, the duo that does this program for us is called the Ouija Broads, okay. which I love.
9: I love that too. <laughs> but
2: they're going to talk about local history in Spokane and our spooky past. Um, you know, And if you've lived in Spokane a while, you're familiar with like their stories about hauntings here and ghosts there. I think we've all heard something about the Davenport ghosts. Yeah. And so they're going to yep. talk about our spooky history. It's great. It'll be a lot of fun. W- great way to learn about your hometown yes. and our community, yes. but also um, maybe get a little bit of a <laughs> thrill uh, for October and, and gearing up for the Halloween. So.
9: <laughs> that one sounds exciting. That's going to be at North Spokane on Saturday, mm-hmm. uh, October yeah, I've
2: marked my calendar. <laughs>
9: uh, 16th. There's two sessions of that. So yeah, yeah I think that's going to be popular. Uh, yeah. What fun, what fun to see things like that in your hometown. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, let's see, this one's in October as well. Voting party, questions and cake yes you mentioned cake well, Okay. Yeah, kind of cake. So <laughs> we're
2: really excited to partner with the League of Women Voters on this and this mm-hmm. is something that they really wanted to do in our community to celebrate um, the vote that that we get to vote and participate in democracy and so um, League of Women Voters is a volunteer organization and they provide factual non-biased information about elections in the process and I think for a lot of people this last couple of years have, have raised a lot of questions about how voting works who gets yeah. to vote yeah. how do I register what does it mean how are voting counted all of those kinds of questions so um, they're providing uh, their own uh, trained volunteers who've been working in elections as volunteers for years they have a lot of experience and a lot of knowledge to share and Mm -hmm. come and get a piece of cake and and ask your questions and find out how voting works in Washington State you know Mm -hmm. we're one of the states that does voting by mail yes um, and there's a lot of discussion about that there is. and we can talk about how that process works and how long we've been doing it in Washington state. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's going to be a lot of fun cause cake Yes, and then also a chance to just really learn something and, and ask your questions to a knowledgeable expert mm-hmm. right there in front of you. And
9: even if you don't have questions, it's worth it to come for the cake mm-hmm. because the The fact that we have the ability to vote should be celebrated. I think so. Yes, Yes. so uh, we'll cover the cake part, yes. (laughs) Um, that, That sounds like a great time. It'll be at North Spokane on Monday, October 25th, and Spokane Valley on Wednesday. October 27th. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that switched from voting into zombie escape. Mm-hmm. Solve the mystery. <laughs> I read the description of this program. I thought it was a little close to home, but um, <laughs> you know, kids love that kind of stuff. Right. Um, so apparently the world is gripped by a zombie virus pandemic. <laughs> yeah. uh, and But luckily the Zombie Institute lab is on the cusp of a cure Uh, Unfortunately, Mm -hmm. someone sabotaged a lab, so this is um, for grades six through 12.
2: Yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. We encourage kids to come in costume if they want, and um, it's just a fun way to get together and and, and work through a puzzle, solve a mystery, and escape room together. This is a really popular program. We love doing it, Mm -hmm. and it's one that we can actually pivot to online should we need to, Mm -hmm. so. um, Mm Either way, we did one last year that was just solely online and it was a lot of fun, but we're really looking forward to being able to be back in person.
9: Brings in a lot of critical thinking skills. It really does actually. If you've ever
2: done an escape room, you know it's a lot of observation and then connecting things and and paying attention. There's usually math. There's usually some kind of math problem, but it's a lot of fun. So, and great, great chance to work together with a group yes. and do some
9: teamwork. Yes. And, and, and then zombies, of course, are perfect for October. Right, and,
2: and for and Spokane, given our own, you know, this, this history with filming. This is true.
9: Um, what was that show? Z Nation. Z Nation. I think, that's yeah. right, and the zombies. And okay, that's that's another episode that we'll have to talk about. <laughs> we mentioned trivia earlier, mm-hmm. but trivia f- for October is Tim. Burton movies. Yes. Whoever on your team decided that idea. (laughs) mm, That's awesome. I would just say
2: Corinne has been our trivia, librarian Corinne is our trivia maven and she does a great job. And if you haven't been to one of our trivia programs, she does so much work just finding background information. So she's got some really great questions, Mm -hmm. um, take a deep dive, wonderful clips to show um, in between. And she always has some great background details and stories to share with us. So she really is like the host with the most when it comes to these trivia programs. Yeah.
9: She's done a great job summer on these this is a lot of fun kudos to her for for bringing in the tim burton movies for october (laughs) um we do have a teen service project uh coming up This fall. This Mm -hmm. is new. Tell me about this Yeah,
2: we've not done this before, but we uh, were looking, and really we were looking in our craft supplies and said, we have a lot of fleece, what could we do with this? And we decided that um, one of the things we know is that there are various organizations locally like Embrace Washington and also Project Linus where you can make blankets and then um, share them and and give them to these organizations who will give them to kids in need. And so we thought, what a great way for teens to come together and earn some service hours Doing a friend, learning how to do a friend project, making a tied fleece blanket, but then also know that those are then going to go uh, to kids who need them and a way to give back and support our community. So we're excited about that mm-hmm. and to partner with, but also be able to provide some service hours because a lot of our area schools uh, have a service learning requirement. And so it's a great way to get some volunteer hours in a fun way, yeah. doing a fun activity. That's
9: great, and it's coming up uh, in November, mm-hmm. uh, North Spokane and Spokane Valley, yeah. so. Uh, Give a lot of opportunities there for kids to join in that one. Yeah. The great idea. Great program. Um, let's see. Also coming up in November, we have a program about Sherlock Holmes coming up. Yes. 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 The, Sherlock Holmes has never failed to inspire every mm-hmm. generation. Never goes out of style yeah. from
2: the Victorian era until today. No matter what iteration you watch, whether it was the old movies with Basil Rathbone or, you know, more recently with... um Benedict. Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm, yes. <laughs> uh, there's, there, and also, like I'm a big fan of elementary, which has um, Lucy Liu and ah, uh, the other the, yes. the other guy. Yes. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but was... yeah. So really, really great shows and just uh, a wonderful um, character. And so we're really looking forward to having this lecture and just kind of mm-hmm. learn about the history and all the different iterations mm-hmm. and why it captivates us so much.
9: Yes, yes. And then we're going to do trivia too.
2: Yes. Yes perfect so Perfect blend so you lecture <laughs> and then you'll be all ready to dominate in our trivia program there you
9: go that's perfect um and also our glow forge we're gonna fire that up again fire it up. now explain what a glow forge is a, glow forge is a laser
2: cutter and it can do some amazing things and you think about it, it's like the opposite of a printer like a 3d printer adds things and a laser cutter um, removes them right perfect. so it cuts her mm-hmm. and so we're gonna um do some programs where people can learn how to use the Glowforge and then design an ornament and make one on the Glowforge. They're really cool. If you've not seen something made on a laser cutter, um, I encourage you to look up Glowforge on YouTube and see what people are making with this. Um, I've seen people make jewelry. and Ornaments are kind of an easy, basic thing to do, and it's yeah. seasonal, so it'll be a lot of fun. Seasonal,
9: and it's something to get you started. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But it's
2: pretty cool to watch it work.
9: And so that's um, going to be at North Spokane in the lab. Right,
2: that's where our yeah. Glowforge is yeah. living.
9: Very exciting. <laughs> to uh, have the Glowforge coming back online. Yeah. And, and uh, which makes me I want to ask a quick question about, what about the 3D printer? Is that going to
2: be online soon? Yeah, we're planning on bringing that back uh, also in the fall Perfect. and get it up and running, um, making some for tweaks. And of course, other things starting up in the fall include our other library of things um, should be sometime later this fall available. Mm-hmm. Um, we're switching to a new system which will allow you to reserve uh, an item when it's available for a specific period of time. So instead of being on a holds list and waiting for it to come to you, you can actually look at the calendar and find when it's available and, and know that you're going to have the telescope on this date mm-hmm. um, for a week at a time and so that's really exciting um, be watching our website for that mm-hmm. big announcements when it when it goes live mm-hmm.
9: so. yeah that would be very conve- convenient that good mm-hmm. upgrade to the software to be able to yeah. kind of reserve for the time that works best for you yeah. and to hear that the library of things is going to
2: be coming back yes, online as and well and that includes our sewing machines and we even have instant pots right it's just in time to head into soup and chili and stew season mm, on a hot day like this is really mm, hard to think about but yes. come October I will be ready
9: yes So, oh I'm ready we we talked about cake earlier so I'm,
2: I'm already hungry <laughs>
9: we didn't get through everything
2: no we didn't mm. there's so much more but it'll all be on our website at oh, scld.org
9: yes scld.org can't say it enough there is a, a ton of information there yeah. go to events if you're looking for programs okay. check out our catalog browse around on that site and see mm-hmm. what all we have to offer it is so much it is all no charge to, uh, to county residents and mm-hmm. um, great stuff there. Yeah. So, and unfortunately we're out of time, but you will be back next week along with Dana. We'll be talking about more yes. programs and more fun and great things at the library. Yeah. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. All right, until next time on Library Out Loud, I'm Jane Baker. see you then.
0: And that's a wrap on this week's episode of The Pulse. Make sure to tune in next week, same time, same place for more news and conversation with Spokane Talks. I'm Sam Perry. Stay frosty.